Hello everyone, welcome back to another PC Boys podcast and today it is Logan and I am here with a another review of just me myself giving a review on a movie that I recently picked up and bought which I needed to get because I'm a Spider-Man fan and that is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now for those of you big big Spider-Man fans out there, you'll know a lot of the stuff in this movie as well as I did and for people who just want to hear me give my thoughts on this movie... Um, welcome. <laughs> so, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the only Spider-Man film that I haven't really kept up to date with. Um, I've watched every single Spider-Man film pretty much as soon as they either got released to DVD, Blu-ray, or in theaters. Including the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans back when I was a really young kid. Um, I was pretty much on top of it once it came out on DVD because back then going to the movies was like such a rarity and I wasn't, you know, super like on the internet and trying to figure out when movies come out and how much they're making and I didn't have a podcast. So really movie theaters weren't like the thing on my mind at the time. It was buying them when they came out on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, so I picked up Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse today finally and got to watch it. And I got to say for the $18 that I spent on the DVD, I wanted, I wanted to buy the Blu-ray, but I didn't have enough. Um, so I picked it up on DVD, and I gotta say, definitely worth the money. Um, this movie is a very, very good movie. It's, it's one of the best animated films that I've seen, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Spider-Man fan, this is actually a good movie. Now, I'm not a big animated guy, so when it comes to the animation in it, I enjoyed it, but I'm just, it's a little awkward for me because I'm just not a huge animated Film watcher, you know, I've seen the Despicable Me's, those were good, this was good, but at the end of the day, I'm not ever going to be an animated guy, no matter how good the movie is. Um, so, if I have to rank this among all the Spider-Man films, including Venom, I would have to rank it as my fourth favorite. Out of all the Andrew Garfields, Tobey Maguire's, Tom Holland so far, and Venom... Um, I would have to rank it as a fourth favorite. Um, it's better than The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1, and Spider-Man 3. In my opinion, I think that it's far above those. And it's close to Venom. I personally liked Venom a little bit better, but that's probably because Venom was more of a darker movie, um, and a darker tone to it. I mean, they both were funny movies. I mean, I, like, I had a lot of laughs during both movies. But I'm more of a live-action guy. And Venom just gave everything to me that I wanted and more out of it. Even though it's it's a Venom movie. I mean, you can't really get any, like, more than what you expect out of a Venom movie. Um, but I enjoyed Venom a little bit more. And then, of course, The Amazing Spider-Man 1. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, How the fuck do you like The Amazing Spider-Man 1? I really liked it. I really liked the first Amazing Spider-Man movie was a good movie. It was a good movie. The ro- the romance... Fuck, I can't speak. The romance story in it between him and Gwen Stacy was amazing. I was hoping that they were going to do something with Spider-Gwen in, th- uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man universe somehow going down the line. I could... Because Sony's crazy and they will do fucking anything. Um... Avi Arad fucking throwing out ideas out of his ass. I felt like they could have done something with her character. And then, you know, she died in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I was like, well, that ain't gonna fucking happen. Um, but yeah, um, their love story was good. You know, it started off as just, like, this awkward, like, you want to hang out sort of thing. And then, you know, throughout the movie, as she finds out he's Spider-Man and he actually meets her parents and stuff and finds out that her dad doesn't like Spider-Man and everything... 
Um, you know, they just get closer because pretty much everything in the movie ties back to her and Peter. Um, but then that goes, you know, completely, um, south, um, going into the second Amazing Spider-Man. And then, of course, that's Spider-Man Homecoming in front of the Amazing Spider-Man one, and Spider-Man Homecoming's right up there around Spider-Man 2 with me. I love Spider-Man 2. That's always gonna be one of my classical favorite Spider-Man films, even though it's not the perfect Spider-Man, which Tom Holland is, in my opinion, it just was an amazing movie, and it was done so well. Sam Raimi filmed that movie to perfection. Probably one of the only sequels that you will ever hear that's better than the original. So Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse pretty much has to do with Miles Morales. Um, I believe that the Miles Morales Spider-Man in this takes place in the main current time Spider-Man Earth 616. And for those of you who are not comic fans and don't know what the fuck I'm talking about... Just ignore all this comic book lingo as I go along. So, in the 616 Earth, which is the main Earth out of many different universes, meaning there's many different Earths, Miles Morales takes the role of Spider-Man after, well, spoiler warning, Spider-Man dies. Now, if you've read the comics, the Ultimate Comics especially, you will know that Spider-Man was killed by the Green Goblin. And it wasn't that way in here. I mean, the Green Goblin definitely had a, a part in his death, but it was more of the Kingpin kind of just snapping his body in pieces. Um, and that was reminiscent of, I don't, kind of more like the Bane and Batman sort of situation. Because in the Ultimate line, Spider-Man was fighting the gob, the Hobgoblin, I think it was. I, I don't know. The Green Goblin, the Hobgoblin... It's just really fucking confused. There's so many goblins at this point. It was a, it was either one or the other, and there was a big explosion, and Spider-Man died from it. Miles Morales was bit by the same spider. I believe the same spider. That or it was another radioactive spider. And, like I said, I haven't read the comics in such a long time. I'm fucking pretty much illiterate in Marvel comics at this point. I haven't read a comic in years. Kind of just going off previous knowledge, as I say beforehand. Um... And Miles gets the powers of Spider-Man, including the powers of invisibility, and he's able to zap people. Um, so he does get a few extra powers. So this movie takes place with pretty much the Kingpin trying to get back his wife and son. Um, his wife's name being Vanessa. And um, trying to open an interdimensional portal, portal to get them back because they, spoiler again, uh, died. Um... But in a car crash. Now, so pretty much the relatability of the Kingpin is he's lost some loved ones and he's trying to get them back uh, through interdimensional means, meaning taking another version of Vanessa and his son from a different dimension uh, and bringing them into the main uh, dimension or Earth 616 universe. Um, and then what happens is all these universes uh, come together and you get a alternate Peter Parker from a different Earth. You get uh, Spider-Gwen, um, who in her uh, Earth and universe, she becomes Spider-Man and Peter Parker does not. And Peter ends up dying um, and she feels responsible for it and she pretty much cuts people off. Then there's Spider-Man Noir, which takes place in the 1930s, for those of you non-comic readers. Spider-Man Noir is pretty much a Peter Parker from the 1930s that ki kills Nazis, beats up people. He actually kills people. Like, he's a very dark Spider-Man. You know, he wears, like, a, a trench coat, a dark uniform. Um, 
pretty much if, if, if you're not a comic book person, if you look at the new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, if, of course, you've seen Endgame, um, and you see a stealth suit at the end, the black suit, that is what Spider-Man Noir pretty much looks like. Um, then there's also Spider-Ham, who is a Spider-Man that's a pig. It's a pig Spider-Man. And then there's this other Spider-Man that I, I don't really know her. Out of being a Spider-Man fan, I know what you're going to say. You didn't know about this girl? And I was like, no. I, this was the only person I didn't know about. I, I completely forgot her name. That's how much I don't even fucking know her. She's the only person out of this whole entire cast that I don't know about. I know about Spider-Ham. I know about Spider-Man Noir. Spider-Gwen, obviously. Peter Parker, obviously. Even an alternate version of Peter Parker. And Miles Morales. I know about all those Spider-Mans. But the one Spider-Man with the fucking robot, I don't fucking know her. I don't know that character at all. I know Silk. She's a, um... She was bit by the same uh, spider uh, as Peter Parker. The, the same exact spider. But that's for another time. If you guys ever want to hear about Spider-Man and Silk... We'll talk about this sometime, just leave a comment, and or send us a message, and we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, so basically all these Spider-Men and women come into the uh, the main 616 universe, um, or timeline, and uh, is trying to stop the Kingpin from uh, tearing apart their dimensions. Um, so that's pretty much the whole um, mission with all, all these characters coming together. And at the same time, Miles is trying to learn how to become Spider-Man in his main universe because, like I said, Peter Parker in his universe has died. Um, so he's trying to learn the ropes of being Spider-Man, you know, trying to learn how to web swing, uh, control his uh, crawling ability and whatnot. And it's a good movie, you know. Uh, the Prowler was in the movie, and the Prowler would be, um, Miles' uncle. He's got, a, like, a high-tech suit with, like, these claws and jetpack boots and stuff. He, in, in the comics, he was more of a thief that wore a, like, white and black Deadpool-looking suit. And in this movie, he has a Deadpool-looking mask, but his suit changed a lot from the comics. Like, from what I remember in the Ultimates comics, and I only saw a little bit of the Prowler... Um, in Miles Morales' debut comic by, I think it was Michael Bendis. Um, but yeah, it, it, it looked pretty much like Deadpool. Uh, it was just like a whiter Deadpool suit. Um, but yeah, this movie, you know, you could feel for the characters. The story was well written. It was a good animated film, and I enjoyed it. And I'm going to give Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse a 8.5. It's a solid movie. I, I would rate it a 9 or even a 9.5, but this is not a live-action movie. Spider-Man Homecoming, I legit rate like an 8, 8.5 for a lot of reasons. And a lot of those reasons have to do with the fact that, well, A, Spider-Man doesn't have a lot of, like, stakes, as I've mentioned a lot in previous podcasts, and... Another thing that kind of bugs me is he didn't make his own suit. Besides his homemade suit. But his high-tech suit, like, he... Like, Spider-Man's smart enough to make something like that. But anyways, um... Yeah, no. Um... It was a good movie. Now, my big gripe with this film. Besides the Kingpin... Pin, fuck, I can't speak. Sorry, guys. It's getting late. It's late at night. The Kingpin is the Scorpion. 
Scorpion! Oh my gosh, how do you fuck up a character so bad? So Doc Ock in this universe apparently is a woman, and I don't know if that's because it's Doc Ock's, like, daughter or something. Maybe they just did it, because I don't fucking know. I don't remember a female Doc Ock. I remember an old man Doc Ock who switched his brain with Spider-Man. So Spider-Man ended up in his body, and he ended up in Spider-Man's body. I remember that Doc Ock. I remember the normal Doc Ock. I don't remember this female Doc Ock. So, if, like I said, I haven't read every Spider-Man comic there is, but I've let, read plenty to know about the multiverse and many other versions of Spider-Man. Like Ben Riley and etc. Um, but yeah, so, the Scorpion in this movie was the worst Scorpion I've ever seen. Just Sony. Sony. I'm glad you're not doing the live-action movies anymore, because you fucked the scorpion up bad. Really? Biotic scorpion legs? Oh my gosh, you couldn't fuck up a character just... Uh, it's... That, that part right there bugged me a lot. The goblin was fine, the prowler was fine, kingpin was fine, you just had to fuck up the scorpion. They fucked up the scorpion in the fucking Amazing Spider-Man video game. I don't know how the fuck you do that. Anyways, that is the end of my Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse review. Definitely check out this movie if you're a Spider-Man fan. If you're an animated fan, check out this movie because it's fucking... It's, it's good animation. I'm not gonna lie. Even though I'm not an animated guy, this had good animation. And that's really all I gotta say. Our next movie review will either be Godzilla King of the Monsters or Spider-Man Far From Home. At least for me, those are going to be the next two movie reviews that come out. Um, maybe there might be a surprise one in there. I don't know. It depends on if I decide to pick up some random movie. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be it for me. Uh, look forward to those other reviews that I mentioned coming up in the future. And I will see you all Tuesday for our next podcast.